Static, episode 153. Uh, back after Thanksgiving. Hopefully you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and Black Friday shopping season. Uh, I got both the boys in here with me. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? Did you have a good Thanksgiving? It was all right. I'm going to be honest. I forgot whether we were going to be in studio or Discord today. That's a very fair point, because I almost forgot that, too. <laughs> <laughs> we got John over here. John, how are you? How was your Thanksgiving? Man, you're going to need to turn me down a little bit over here. All right, I got you. That got loud real quick. All right, I got you. How's that? That's better. Okay. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, I, I just noticed that uh, Alex can't stop watching football for like an hour. Oh, okay. You're not supposed to be able to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I do have. I just. I looked over and I'm like, is he watching a fucking football game? I bet right he now? is. <laughs> okay. Is it the SEC game? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I do have that pulled up right now on my monitor. Okay. <laughs> and I'm probably gonna pull up another game here in a little bit too, because uh, this one's about to end. So fuck off, John. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully everyone had a good Thanksgiving. Hopefully everyone had a good Black Friday shopping season. Uh. Didn't get anything for me this time. I don't know. The sales just like, oh, like I said on last episode, nothing like, ooh, that's a good one. You know what I mean? There were some that were like, ah, that's all right. That's okay. That's okay. But, I didn't uh, get anything. Yeah, I, I didn't get anything personally. Uh, I can't think of anything special I got in, term, in terms of gaming or whatever. Uh, I know my lady, she went a little hard. Uh, she got an Xbox. And she also got uh, the Galaxy Xbox controllers. Shout out to that. Nice. Yeah. So, I I picked up a couple controllers. I got the uh, the Golden Shadow Xbox controller and the Stealth Shift. That's a good Shift. one. Yeah. I don't even know if I've seen that one. Uh, <laughs> the, the, gold, golden, the golden one, like, it's like a gold to black fade. Yeah. They, they had all those in the Xbox One line as well. There was, like, a maroon one, uh, like a blue one, a teal one. Oh, think, so it's in that. I guess yeah, I, never saw, it, I yeah, never saw the gold one. The gold one just even came out. Even in the Xbox One? No, the game, one. gold one just came out. Okay. Yeah, gold one's, like, within the last, like, two, three months. Gotcha. Uh, and then the Stellar one, the Galaxy-looking one, it looks sick. Can you see uh, that? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, good good, good controller, so. I lied. Uh, I did get some for Black Friday. Rogue Energy. Oh, so that was you. Yeah. <laughs> I saw the sale, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> I, I had a feeling it was probably you. Yeah. Uh, make sure to check out some Rogue. Use the referral link down below. Uh, promo code Sparky3 to get 10% off. We yep, appreciate so that support. Next week, well, we're doing Discord next. No, no, we're not. We're doing Discord for something else. But um, Yeah, yeah, Discord I'll have else. the Ruby Splash and Ooh. Snowstorm. Ooh. Along with the new shaker, because my uh, Legion shaker's broken. Uh, I I finally bit the dust, huh? So I have two rogue shakers. The first one that I bought, that white-orange one, that one is now retired. Uh, because the, the lid is starting to split. So now I'm on like the, the black galaxy one that I've got. I'm just like, I need to get another one soon. I'm, I'm kind of scared this one's going to break too. Yeah, so I got the snowstorm one coming yeah. up. Just for the record, for anyone, anyone listening, it's like, oh, you know, maybe I want to get... That happens to every shaker, okay? Yeah, like, yeah. I, it, it's going to happen If eventually. you use it enough, it's just going to wear yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Like, I just rotate my shakers because just about every time I bought Rogue, I bought a shaker, so I've got like five. Fair. I that's can't fair. do that because two of mine aren't work appropriate, so... Uh, <laughs> that's why That's why that's I bought true. more shakers. <laughs> because I needed some to be able to take up to there. Yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. That's very fair. Uh, all right, so for today's episode, uh, honestly, it's going to be one of those episodes that's going to be a lot of like, all right, we're going to touch on this, we're going to touch on this, touch on this. You know, we got, you know, John's been playing some TFT. I've touched on that a little bit. Just kind of touch on like whatever we've been kind of up to. Uh, But it's going to be a lot of just touching on different news pieces. Uh, So like the GTA 6 trailer, that's coming this Tuesday, as well as a lot of other. It was so funny to see the GTA 6 trailer like 
cover art photo, whatever Rockstar put up, and everyone followed in the exact same trend Vice of City? artwork. Yeah, like the Vice City vibe. Because as soon as they did it, then Halo put up a, 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 a graphic that looks the exact fucking same. It's like new trailer on Monday. Fall Guys put up a graphic that looks the exact Wait, fucking what? same. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone put up a graphic that looks the exact same. Overwatch 2 did as well. It, you know, just, it was just like impressions, impressions, impressions. Uh, we do have Cyberpunk Ultimate Edition that was revealed in the time that we were off, plus another new update that wasn't... Was we, surprising. Yeah, didn't know that was going to happen. Thought 2.0 2. was yeah, going to be the last. Now I we have 2.1. I thought that was the last time. <laughs> that's that's, that's more or less how they phrased it. That's, that's how that's they phrased what it. They said they were like, we're not doing anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jeff Keeley uh, with the best indie drama continues because he did a Twitch stream recently, one of his Q&As he always does. And his answer on the independent thing was very fascinating. And I saw no one take his side on the internet because it's one of those cases of someone fucks up and that someone doesn't want to own up they fucked up. That's what this was. Okay. So going to touch on that. Uh, wanted to kind of just throw a question out there involving a Switch patent that came up that was kind of interesting. See if Nintendo will be a true Nintendo move and not release a Switch 2 and instead release something else. Uh, and then just other random things. We had a Phil Spencer interview where he actually acknowledged Banjo. Banjo was acknowledged. So shout out to that. Uh, good month of Game Pass. And uh, again, just kind of whatever else we want to chat about. So uh, just going to be a lot of touch on this, touch on that kind of show. Uh, speaking of touch on things, uh, we will be live for the Game Awards this upcoming Thursday. Uh, pending that no one gets sick in true game static fashion. I mean, I'm always good, so. John, don't get sick. <laughs> I know I got sick too, but you have always been the culprit to get sick. <laughs> so don't get sick. I'll try not to get sick as well. Zach's always good. Uh, but we'll just be over Discord anyway. Yeah. So, so even, even if I'm sick, I could pop in yeah. for like ten minutes yeah, while it'll, it'll I like and d- die. pop in like for like ten yeah. minutes while you're feeling decent. Then yeah, go, all right, yeah. I'm out. Yeah, no, uh, we will be live for the game awards. I'm waiting for the uh, stream package to get sent over for that. So I don't know when we'll go live. It starts our time. I think like six thirty is the pre-show. So I don't know. Probably like just go live at six o'clock. Does that work for you guys? Uh, I mean, it's Thursday, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you'd be off. So, yeah, just w- whenever you can pop in, because I know you get off at like five, just pop in. We live for the show. Uh, there's already, you know, people teasing like, oh, we got we got these announcements coming. It's like, ah, oh, that's cool. I know Sega said they got something coming, so I guess we'll see what Sega's got. Knuckles the game. <sighs> I mean, that'd be cool, but probably something Sonic related. Probably. I don't know. I don't know. Either way, Game Awards should be fun. Or be- Infinity Wealth. Yeah, I mean, it'll be fun. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what possible surprises we've got going on there. Uh, Let's see. Okay, Uh, I guess we can go ahead and jump into things, start running through the show here. Uh, All right, so the first thing that I'll just kind of shout out is just like the big gaming week ahead. Uh, So on Tuesday at 9 a.m. Eastern time, we do have the GTA 6 trailer. Uh, The first official look at GTA 6. Guys, uh, ballpark prediction how many views is this video going to have? <laughs> uh, live views or after the fact? Uh, do both. Just throw ballparks. Like, what is this thing going to hit in the first 12 hours of it being up? <laughs> first 12 hours, I would assume it takes over number one twin trending on Twitter oh, and yeah. YouTube. Oh, no. yeah, that, that's, for, that's, a, that's um, a definite. That's a definite. I'm going to say 20 million. 20 million in the first 12 hours. All of them. All of them, first 12 every, hours. Every, <laughs> every, this thing's going to get passed around Dude. everywhere. It's going to get shown. Like, people that don't even give a shit about it, this video it's is going to be it. recommended to them. Yeah. 
It's, it's, it's going to be the number one video in the world for probably the next week and a half. I was going, yeah, yeah I was going to yeah. say probably two if, weeks. If not a month. <laughs> yeah, it's like... It, it depends on how hyped the trailer is because it depends. Because yeah. it depends on whether it's going to be sort of a teaser thing or if we're actually going to get like actual shots of stuff. Oh, we're probably... It's probably going to be one of those things where we get like a main... Tr- or like the main shot of it in one. Mm-hmm. Like off off of one like channel. Yeah. And then you know how it is with, with a lot of these trailers and stuff. Then it's going to pop up like it. there might be like an IGN one in a week and then another yeah. one pop out from a different place in a week. It's like they'll pop up over the next couple of weeks of like little de- like details about the game or oh, features yeah, that being easily, added yeah. in. Yeah. So it's like it's going to be continuous, probably a bunch of continuous little shit pop it up after the fact. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's definitely because there's going to be so many people deep diving into the trailer regardless how long it is. Oh, yeah, I know. You're going to see a million videos pop up of just like full deep dives. It's like, look, six things that you missed from the trailer. It's yeah. going to be those videos. God, that's going to flood my YouTube Oh, shorts. yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to see a single one. That is going God, to be all over my, the My scene. shorts are about to be fucked up. <laughs> this is be. why you flood it with VTubers now, John, and you'll miss all of I, it. Dude, I went through the I went down the VTuber rabbit yes. hole two weeks ago in shorts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Now, the view count is going to be very fascinating to watch. I'm kind of flirting with that 200 mil. I'm going to be honest with you. I, well, I'm, I'm like... Throwing a number on it, I That's think tough. probably first twelve hours is gonna be probably about fifty, and then over the next week, it's gonna enter hundreds of millions. Oh yeah, that's easy. Yeah, I, I would say like a week out, couple hundred million, but probably first twelve hours will be about fifty. I feel like it's gonna be one of those things. that's like within the first hour, it's already gonna be at a million. Oh, that's like, gonna be within instant. The, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, that's gonna be. There's in, gonna be a million people waiting in queue. Yeah, that's I mean, true. it's gonna during premiere. Yeah, it's gonna easily yeah, hit like three. Yeah, if they put it up as a premiere, oh, I want to see the premiere waiting number. <laughs> I want to see the waiting room number. That's what I want to see if they actually premiere it. Uh, that's gonna be funny. Uh, but yeah, that so that's gonna be on Tuesday, nine a.m. Now I'm just, I mean, I'm actually really looking forward to it. GTA Five is something that like completely just got missed for me. Did not play it upon release. I did end up playing it like I think. Uh, Probably about I, I finally tried about two years after release. Didn't get very far into it, and even people that I, I've like been friends with that plays GTA like online or whatever, they even agree. It's just like, yeah, jumping in it now, not having you know, jumped in before, you you got an uphill battle. Like you got an uphill battle. Ahead. Oh, it's really? Like, yeah. It's like that's why I don't want to play it. <laughs> what like what? the online specifically? Yes. Oh, yeah. I don't care about the online. Yeah, because it's like my my brother was big into the online a few years ago. Yeah. So it's like he would play it, but even then, like. He he would describe what his day playing it would be like, and I'd be like, "Dude, that just sounds like a chore." Yeah, it's like you. It's like you because at the at the end of the day, like for people that aren't gonna spend money on it, your loop is how to make money to buy the cool shit that everybody else can just pay for. Yeah, yeah. and ev- like every month they're just adding new cool shit in, so it's <laughs> like right. take advantage of whatever money making you can do in the game while it lasts. Yeah, so. You know, when it comes to the trailer, like you know, I guess the big thing that I'm looking forward to is what the trailer is going to actually be. You know, we talked about that two weeks ago. Whenever we knew the trailer was coming up, it's like, what is it going to actually be? How much they're going to actually show? So that's that's the thing that I'm looking forward to. It's gonna, it's going to be a very fun week uh, between that and the game awards. Those two things kind of leading the way. Twenty five minute first mission showcase. Oh, that would be awesome. Say, that would be with awesome. With it being Game Awards, it's quite possible this trailer is just going to be teasing and then we're going to get a full length during the Game I, Awards. I think we'll get like 
it'll probably be, I'd say like a 30, 45 second kind of like f- probably fly over the city. That's show what I'm you, thinking. Show, yeah. you, show you your main character, some of the major players in the game. And then we're going to get a better, re- we're going to get the full reveal at Game Awards. That's what I'm yeah, thinking now. Yeah. I mean, that would make them, that, that would make sense. And you know, Jeff's got the connections for it. So it's, it's probably already kind of lined up for it. So yeah, it, it, even if that's not the case, you know, good and goddamn well, Jeff is going to claim that like, oh, it's part of Game Awards week. So it's part of Game Awards. Oh yeah. Easily. Because he does that with Summer Game Fest. Anything that happens in the rel- in the range of when Summer Game Fest takes place, it's like, oh, look at what happened with Summer Game Fest. It's like, it wasn't part of Summer Game Fest. Yeah. Man. But, but you got to think. He's he's done that so well yeah. that now now he has just taken over the like the world of the these real shows. question yeah. though coming up for this week Game Awards who's going to be on that stage Yo, who's going to walk on that stage <laughs> Yeah I know that was one thing that he's answered he's like oh that you know we are beefing up the security to prevent any interruptions and I'm just like dude it's happened twice in a row it's a challenge now yeah like <laughs> it's these these like it's going to be some kids. Who won't be able to get in legal trouble, you know, like like the original, like the Bill Clinton kid. Yeah. It's gonna be kids that's gonna try this. Cause it's gonna be one of those cases of like, ah, you know, I'm still a kid, you know. Can't really get into a lot of legal trouble, you know, like the guy at Summer Games Fest, whatever happened to him. But no, it's gonna be a challenge now. I, I feel like I, you know, I've got a feeling that like one more time and it, he'll just Jeff's just gonna be like, you know what? Fuck it. It not have the security there someone come up and he's like he's gonna bring down like the wrath of god on the next person to do it i mean it's quite possible he, we're, he, we're gonna find out that jeff keely is actually like a secret black belt it's like <laughs> if if it happens one more time and then god help the next person because he's gonna be so done with it oh easily you're gonna see him lose all sense of professionalism that he has like it's going out the window Oh, dude, that's going to be the most interesting thing about Game Awards is seeing if someone's going to manage to get up there. Or even the funnier thing is if someone tries to get up there and you see them get like tackled Stop. by security. <laughs> that's what's going to be funny about the Game Awards. Well, the real year. trick there is because with the last Games Awards, the guy just walked up with the award winners. Dude, I know. So the <laughs> trick is knowing who the hell is supposed to receive the award and how and limiting how many people can walk up to the stage. I know. Awards being a, that kid, that kid was so fucking smart with that. Yeah. <laughs> Even the team was confused. I was like, "How did you not know who's on your own team?" Like, I don't know. That was that was fucking stupid. It was so funny though. Well, while we're on the topic of Jeff, let's hit the whole uh, Jeff uh, with the best indie drama, where it's essentially Jeff Keeley doesn't. Uh, I guess like it's it. Look, it is a situation of there was a mistake made. And it's not wanting to own up the mistake and try to cover it up and play it as not a mistake. Yeah. You know, I think for the title of the episode, I put Jeff doesn't know what an indie is because, like, of what he gave is like his definition of an in- independent game, and I'm just and ever literally no one on the internet has agreed with him. Um, so when it comes to the question, I I pretty much I have his entire quote. We'll see if I actually read through the whole thing. Yeah, you put so much fucking I text wanted, in there. I wanted the look. It it's so much it had to be a separate Discord message. 
right? And I have Discord Nitro, so I can make some long-ass messages, and I still had to put in a separate message. Anyway, so when he was asked about it, he said, look, it's a great question. Independent can mean different things to different people, and it's sort of a broad term. I disagree. Uh, you can argue, does independent mean, like, the budget of the game? Does independent mean where the source of the financing was? Does, does it mean team size? Is it the independent spirit of the game, meaning a smaller game that's sort of different? I think everyone has their own opinion about this, and we really defer to our jury of 120 global media outlets who vote on these awards to make the determination of if, if something is independent or not. You know, in other industries, something uh, sometimes there are things like in the film industry that a budget can't be above this amount of dollars or it's not independent, so I don't know. And some people have said layering the Baldur's Gate 3. That's an independent game. Kojima Productions with Death Stranding. Some people say that that's an independent game. And even though it's an independent studio, of course, it's funded by PlayStation. So that's like the first part of the big quote. Well, it's like the, all this boils down to is what happened is somebody moved it to a category because they didn't do the research on it. And then now it's like, for some reason, it's like Jeff has just decided this is the hill he's dying on. Yes. He's like, I'm, I'm, he, he's under the, the idea of like, I'm going to back my people. Yeah. yeah but that's, that's but by doing it, it's like, I mean, you could also just say, yeah, we made a mistake on this. We're, but what are you going to do about it now? It's already live. We'll, we'll make sure this doesn't happen next year. I, I'm going to guess my thing because I wasn't, I knew Dave the Diver became popular, but I didn't do any looking into it. Oh, is it either. not an independent? No. Oh, really? No. Who is it? Uh, it's made, okay, so the studio that made it is a studio called Mint Rocket. Okay. Uh, they are owned by Nexon. Okay. And Nexon's like a multi-billion dollar company. Yes. And even the Mint Rocket team said, we don't view this as an independent game at all. Like gotcha. this, is, this is a Nexon game. Like, you know, we made it, Nexon you did all the funding and everything. Like, this is not an independent game. Gotcha. Like, even they said it's not an independent game. <laughs> they got in. Yeah. Indie. Yeah. Okay. It's it's probably just like... No, and to be fair, sorry, John, I did not know it was not independent until this whole thing started. Like, okay. I, I didn't know Mint Rocket was owned by Nexon. That was news to me when this whole news started. So, like, I, I didn't know that either. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that it... I mean, I didn't pay any attention to it, so I didn't yeah. know it wasn't independent either. But at the end of the day, it's probably just... It's probably just a, a relatively small team of people who go through all... Or, like, create some of these lists and it just got put on there because someone's probably just looking. It's like they have a list up and they just have like the, what the cover art for the game would be. And they're just looking at them and go, yeah, that go put that over there, put that over there, put that over there. <laughs> yeah. And, and probably just the developer, not necessarily the publisher. Yeah. It's or like, any other background. It's like, yeah. they're just, it's probably just a, a baseline, like eye test of people just, flipping through them real quick, mm. being like, what was popular? What did people enjoy? And then, I mean, because you look at it and you assume indie game. Yeah. I mean, but that's how they designed the game. That's how they wanted it to be. Yeah. So, like, with this whole thing, like, you know, I just, I can't get behind the hill that he's dying on. Because that's all, that's all it is. He's dying on a hill because he doesn't want to admit a mistake. Because, like, even him using the examples of, like, Death Stranding and Baldur's Gate 3, I... I get that they're in, uh, an independent studio that aren't owned by anyone, but I would very hardly call either of those an independent game. Well, it, it, the, uh, this is where I can agree with Jeff. All right, this is where we're hitting a little bit of a gray area, and it can be a broad term. But I think as a general consensus across gaming, indie gaming is, you know, it, it pretty much means the same thing. Larian's a little different, though. Larian, yeah, it's a little bit. I was about to say, Larian's the sort of Lar exception to the rule in this case. 
the well, Kojima Studios one, I could see where we wouldn't consider it independent just because of it is backed by PlayStation and Kojima, and like no one believes Kojima is making an indie game. Mm-hmm. Where Larian, well, yeah, Larian, like their past couple games that they've made have been crowdfunded. Yeah, it's like they they wanted to make the game, so they it's like they like kickstarted them or they did their crowdfunding form to be able to initially make the game so that they could get money for it to to be able to like find investors for it and they they do do their own thing it's like they kind of sit off they're gonna they're gonna make their game and if somebody wants it on their platform they'll come talk to them right so it's like i can see larian okay that's even, even though they're like i mean even though their game visually and everything is comparable to triple a and superior in some mm-hmm. aspects it, it it that's just the quality yeah and, and putting fucking six years into it and that, that's exactly what john that's why i say larian's the exception to the rule in yeah. this case mm. it's 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 the opposite of dave the diver where you look at it <laughs> yeah where people look at dave the diver assume indie game larian or Baldur's gate 3 they look at it and assume triple a title right well, no, in fact, it probably didn't go through indie stuff of, as he said, crowdfunding. Yeah, that, and getting that's extra fair. money. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, just going through the rest of his quote. Uh, if you have a publisher, is it still independent or not? That's a very valid question. Uh, that game is made by a group named Mint Rocket, smaller group. Uh, it's a smaller game from a smaller group, but it's part of Nexon. They're employees of Nexon, which is a very large publisher. So I think it's a fair debate and discussion. Is that game truly independent or is it not? You can kind of argue it either way. It's independent in spirit. It's a small game. I don't know what the budget is, but it's probably a relatively small budget game. Uh, but it's from a larger entity, whereas there are other games on that list that are much from much smaller studios. But even something like Dredge is published by Team 17. So is that independent or not because you have a publisher? So this is just one. It's, it's like this is where like his response to this and this is where I would look at it and go, Jeff, you, you, you're making one of your first mistakes here. <laughs> it's like there's hills to die on. This is not the hill to die on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's like you've claimed. It's like you have laid claim to several periods throughout the year where your award shows take over the internet. Why are you dying on such a arbitrary hill? Right. Big facts. It's like you can you can try to argue for your people and say and come up with these kind of some some of them are valid some of but for the most part i don't agree with it of what's an indie game but when you have the people coming that made the game coming out and going yeah this is not an indie game what your your argument is immediately nullified (laughs) when the people who make the game are telling you yeah this was not an indie game it's like this was this was made from. We them. were this fully is, backed by like, Nexon. It's for like Nexon. This, this, they tasked us to make the <laughs> yeah. game, and this is just the game, the game and art style and everything we wanted to make. So we did this. It, but it's not an indie game. All of this goes out the window at that point. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I, I don't know. It's it's a weird hill to die on. It's like, if if you want to back your people, then at that point just go yeah we made a mistake like i said we made a mistake we'll make sure it doesn't happen next year that's all you had to say yeah that's that's all that's all it had to be could have been short sweet simple to the point but you know i'm sure mint rocket's taking that award if they win it though (laughs) do it oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah they're taking that award all right (laughs) it's like i'd 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 love for them to like walk up to accept the award and go not an indie game thank you (laughs) 
you know, you know, if there's if there's any like snarky people there, they're gonna make some sort of like side shot. Oh yeah, and, you know, not not directly say we're not an indie game, but you know they're gonna make some side shot at the fact that they're not an indie game. Or if they don't win, and whoever accepts the rewards up there, and they're like, yeah, yeah, actual indie game wins the award. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be that'd be one of the mic drop moments of the show. That'd be one of the best moments of the show. They're never making it to the awards again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be blacklisted. Uh, I won't read the last part of the quote that I've got here for him, but no, it, it is a very interesting hill to die on because it's like indie category is an important category. Don't get me wrong, but it's like it's not like it's like the game of the year. You know what I mean? You know, it's not like it's the game of the year. So it's like of all the deals, the hills that you want to uh, die on, it's just like this is an interesting one. But could just said, "Hey, we fucked up. We'll fix it next year," and could have moved on, but we didn't. It is what it is. <clears throat> All right. Anyway, uh, so yeah, while we were on break, uh, we did have the Cyberpunk Ultimate Edition revealed, which, thank Christ, I have been begging for a current generation, like, hard physical copy of, like, the full game for, like, forever. Because, like, I, I've I've done some, like, you know, re, like Reddit research, and apparently yeah. there's a lot of other people that have the same fucking issue that I have with the PS5. It annoys the shit out of me, because for, like, a, like a four-month period, Had PlayStation... launching the PS4 version? Yes! For like a four month period, PlayStation fixed it, but now it's not fixed anymore. And it makes me so mad of like I, I go on to play, you know, Cyberpunk or I'm trying to think of some other games that I have like the PS4 disc for. I guess Ghost of Shima would be one because I, I, I paid for the upgraded version of that. Okay. I put like the disc in and it starts to like install my the PS4 version. I'm like, stop, 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 please stop. It's just so annoying. So I've, I've heard, I'm just weird about shit like that. I've really wanted a PS5 or Xbox series version of the game. So that is coming out this Tuesday, which is really sick. Um, for the physical, for the physical editions for the PS5, the base games on a disc phantom Liberty is a code. Uh, the Xbox, everything is disc, but I believe it's a three disc game. Woo. Yeah. <laughs> three disc game. Uh, I just like Baldur's Gate's a three disc game for the Xbox. Cause Baldur's Gate's three is getting its uh, physical release. The fact release. that it's only three surprises me. I I can I can see that yeah I can see how that would surprise you yeah three disc game for the Speaking Xbox. Speaking of Baldur's Gate, I got an update. It didn't. I did see the update. I don't know what all it had, but I did see um, I got it. Mostly epilogue stuff, and then fixed uh, some stuff in Casador's Palace and some other glitch stuff. Nice, nice. Uh, no, but with the Ultimate Edition for Cyberpunk, we're also getting another update that we did not know we were going to get. We thought 2.0 was going to be the end of it. Apparently not. We have 2.1. Uh, and one thing, the, the biggest thing that everyone's excited about with 2.1 is the Metro system is finally going to be in the game and work, and it's going to have, like, 19 stops. And I think this is so funny Why? because, like, I remember when the game came out and people were trashing it and picking it apart. I remember seeing videos of people be like, look, you see this? There was clearly supposed to be a Metro system, and there's just a, a blank, empty bridge here. There's nothing here, and it goes, like, all through the city. There's nothing here. So it's like you're finally getting a metro system. That's just kind of neat. Uh, new hangouts with your romance characters. Like, no, that's cool. People will do the. They'll take one ride on the metro system, and then they're never gonna. They're gonna get in a again. car, or they're gonna fast travel. I'll ride the metro fast traveling's system. quick. <laughs> yeah, I'll ride the metro system. Sounds fun. Uh, new hangouts with romance characters, uh, mobile radio, listen to music anywhere, five new bikes and new Porsche cars, shout out to that. Uh, new bike gameplay, including wheelies, flips, and knife throwing from your bike, replayable car races, and new rewards. Uh, gangs will now react to your choices and send hit squads after you if you go against them in gigs and quests. That's fucking cool. <laughs> that sounds really fun. They'll, they'll, they'll die before they can even 
like see where I am as well. <laughs> it's like I will hide from them, hop around a corner, and then hit them with a bunch of quick hacks. They yeah, won't see it coming. Yep. Uh, redone and finished uh, some previously unfinished roads and highways that lacked NPCs. Uh, car chases have now been worked into old gigs to make them more, uh, far more engaging. New accessibility settings uh, and HUD customization. And that will be releasing December 5th along with the Ultimate Edition. Apparently, there's even more in there that hasn't even been announced. So just like Cyberpunk is finally like perfect. It's finally like the game it should have always been. I know we said after 2.0. But now it's like they just they keep finding more reasons to make it even better. It's sort of funny because I actually know somebody who actually just recently started playing Cyberpunk for the first time. Yeah. And he's been very enjoying. I was like, chose the best time. It's currently peak. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, this it's is like it. this, this is, is it. Like we said before, it's best time to play it. Yep. Uh so uh, you know, our buddy Josh, he recently bought it for Black Friday. He hasn't started yet because he also bought Red Dead Redemption 2. Thank God this boy finally listened to me. And he's loving that game. But no, like when I was telling him about all the 2.1 stuff, he's just like, man, it's so funny that I'm going to get to go into this game and experience for its true peak. And your first time experiencing it was what you had at release. I'm like, dude, it's two different games. I'm telling you, it is completely two different games. Yeah. And it's so funny. Uh, I'm glad that it's gotten its ultimate comeback story and it's gotten all of its roses thrown to it because like Cyberpunk was never a bad game. It was just a broken game. That's all it was. Uh, so I'm really happy to see like that we continue to get even more updates. This one will probably be the actual last one, though. I can't see them doing it, but you never know. Could get a 2.2. We'll see. So, uh, But yeah, hopefully uh, I can pick up uh, the Ultimate Edition this week because I would like to have it. I think that'd be cool. Um, but yeah, Cyberpunk, this is the best time to play some Cyberpunk. Uh, but, oh, yes, though. Josh is playing Red Dead Redemption 2, finally. And he is very much enjoying it. And he said he was so mad that he's waited so long to play it. I'll be honest, I still never beat it. Well, you're not big in open world stuff anyway, though, not right? Really. Yeah, so. I didn't make it two hours. Yeah, it, Cowboy, it's John's exact words, because he lived with me when this came out, is Cowboys do everything so slow. And then that was <laughs> yes! It. And he never played it again. Dude, it was I was two hours <laughs> in, and I'm still slowly walking through the fucking snow. <laughs> Look, if you got past the snow, the game opens up. All yeah, right, that's yeah, when it gets yeah. great. Here's the problem. Is, I say this about every game that has, <laughs> wants to introduce you with a tutorial type mission or tutorial setup. Make it fun. <laughs> Make it enjoyable. You're supposed to use that opportunity to show you what the game is going to be like. And let me tell you, didn't sell me on Red Dead. <laughs> <laughs> that, I've, this... I've thought about going back to it. I almost picked it up on PC Did this you? past week uh, just to give it another go. Yeah. But, you know, maybe at some point I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. You, you should. Probably not. You should. you should. What if I got it for you? Why is it always now coming to, hey, John, let me buy it for you? Yeah, I mean, basically. Basically, that's how we got to play Demonologist, which I'm sorry, guys. I'll, I'll get that video uploaded. If, if he buys it for me, he can't buy Cyberpunk. That's true. <laughs> I'm broke. That's true. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, and then next weekend, uh, when I get paid on Friday, I, I was planning to get Avatar, too. So. Oh, yeah, that's coming out. Yeah, when I mentioned that to John before you got here, John's just like, You're actually gonna, you actually want to play that? I'm just like, yeah, he's like, it looks so bad. I'm like, look, <laughs> the game, the world, <laughs> I just want to go explore the world. I know it's going to yeah. be a Ubisoft game. Yeah. <laughs> it's a, I think what my exact words were, it's a cool skin for a Ubisoft game. Yes, I was about to say, yes. it's secretly Far Cry 7. No, I mean, that's what it is. I'm aware of what I'm getting into. 
I just want to see what the game looks like. I just want to see the world. Okay, I just want to see the world they created. That's all I want to see. I know. I know what I'm getting. I know it's just I'm, a bunch of polygons. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm getting a Far Cry Seven, which also shout out to Far Cry Six coming to Game Pass. I'm glad I held out on it because I'd have been real mad if oh, I did bought it come it. out to Game Pass. It is later this month. Okay. I'd been real pissed if I bought it for Black Friday because I have been kind of wanting to play it, and then I found out that it was coming to Game Pass. Yeah, that's your best bet. It's not worth buying. Yeah, another thing that's not worth buying is uh, Redfall. I sent it to John. I'm like, hey, John, it's 10 bucks at Best Buy. And John's like, I don't think it's worth that. Yeah, <laughs> I, th- I, yeah I responded. I was like, I think that's still overpaying. Hey, never forget, whenever John talked about Redfall, I asked him, I was like, was there any redeeming qualities to Redfall? And John paused. He's like, you don't have to pay for it if you have Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, Redfall was very much a game that was forced upon a studio that did not want to do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, they didn't. And the, unfortunately, they're still having to work on it. That's the worst part. It's like no one fucking plays it. It's basically like Babylon's Fall at this point. No one cares. No one wants to play it. But there's, they're still having to work on it. You know what the worst part is? I played Redfall long enough to for it to fall into the same category of game for me this year as for Spoken and Hogwarts Legacy, where I played them for eight hours and dropped them. Mm. Those you were games. almost done with Redfall, weren't you? I was pretty close. Wow. <laughs> that's determination. The fact this man was close to beating Redfall, that's uh, that takes some determination. Um another game that I've been wanting that I'm I'm holding out for to come to Game Pass. I I, I believe it is, I just don't know when, because it's not part of the December lineup. But I saw uh where some people were getting notifications because we've seen this happen so many fucking times where people will accidentally get a notification of Download this on Game Pass now, you know, and it's not on Game Pass yet. You know, it, it happens. Uh, Immortals of Avium is apparently coming to Game Pass. Yeah, at some I've point. seen, I've seen that too. Yeah, so you saw the leaked, yeah, you know, the images someone put up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas they got the notification for it, the little badge saying it's on Game Pass, but it's not. Uh, they do have a demo out finally, so that's good. They should have released one before the game came out. Maybe more people would have played it. Uh, so I did download the demo. I played like twenty minutes, and then I had to go do something. But I mean, it looks pretty. I'll give it that. You know, I didn't get to really do anything yet. I'm only like 20 minutes in, but it looks really pretty. So eh, I'm looking forward to actually playing it if it comes to Game Pass. Uh, but anyway, uh, so yeah, shout out to Cyberpunk, though. Very excited for uh, Cyberpunk getting getting all of its roses. Uh, so the next thing that I had for like key talking points, and then we'll like touch on just like what we've been kind of up to, anything that we particularly want to chat about, is I thought this was really interesting. There was a, a Switch patent that was found recently, which Nintendo's always patenting all kinds of shit. There was the patent recently of what we can assume was probably like the Switch 2, which was like a... I don't know if we talked about this on the show, because I don't know if this happened while we were on break or not. Uh, but the, the, the patent that we can assume was a Switch 2 was a foldable device dual screens on the inside and whenever you fold it think of a ds the top is also a screen so a total of three screens on this device maybe that's the switch too maybe that's just something an idea they thought up one night and they're like hope that's not the patent switch it, patent it patent it in case so no one else does it but yeah three potential screens zach's just like what the fuck <laughs> yes so why, not, th- why not just give us a new ds at that point uh, yeah. yeah i know right we don't need a foldable fucking switch. It's so the, the, I've been the predicting this foldable switch for a is. while. That's what I've been predicting for a while. Since like there was some, I remember the news where like Nintendo and Samsung had partnered up, and I'm just like, Samsung makes great foldable phones. I'm seeing it. I'm seeing a possibility here. Here's the th- 
Problem is... You don't need that many screens. <laughs> three screens? Problem is, yeah, there's that. It's basically going to be, like, guys, look, it's going to be like the Samsung Fold. That's the way I picture it. When it's folded, you have your front screen, then you can open is. it up, and then it's you a, have your large it's screen. It's basically this, but you can fold it. Yes. It's, it's technically bigger. God dang it. Let the razor die, people. So there's two versions. There's the flip, which is this, and it just folds down like a, like an, like a razor. Okay. But then there's the fold where it's like it'll stick out about like this far, and you have your base, your front screen to do whatever on, and then you can open your phone up, and it's like this wide, and you have two screens, essentially. Cool. I got to have a screen. handheld tracker. Basically, I, I will yeah, say I, I, I really want the fold. <laughs> you can buy a Samsung tablet. Yes. For a way, way cheaper. cheaper. You you could it's like you could have bought you could buy a ten inch Samsung tablet for a hundred and fifty or two hundred bucks and not go out and spend a thousand. Yep. And you have the same thing. It just doesn't fold because you're never gonna use it in its full open state. Probably unless you're at your house. Yes. <laughs> Please let it just be a pen that Nintendo went. Let's patent this just in case and not a that, that's, something they're going to release yeah. in actuality. So I will say I've personally been on the boat for like all year. The next Switch will be foldable, but I never predicted a third screen. I thought it would just be the two screens. You dock it to do, you know, for all your, what I thought it would be a foldable screen because that also opens up for DS and 3DS you know, to come to NSO at some point. That, yeah, that does open it up. So the, I've been in that boat for a while. Yeah, Three screens, that's eh, a little much. Still don't want a foldable switch. Yeah. I don't either. I think it's the future, but we'll see. No, it's the fucking past. They just got rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they did. It's like them going back to the GameCube handle things. Like, you can fold it up and put it in your pocket. Well. Take it everywhere so with you. So with the switch, you wouldn't be able to fold it up and put it in your pocket. But back to the recent news of the week. The new patent that was found, you would be able to put it in your pocket. Oh, I can, fuck off. So, okay, listen. I don't know about you. I can already fit a switch in my pocket. I don't I'm need fair, to be fair. I can it. probably fit one in my hoodie pocket. Depending on what pair of pants or shorts I'm wearing, I can too. Yeah, yeah. So I don't need to fold it. <laughs> no, okay. So I don't want to fold it. With the patent that came out like this past week that someone found, all right. So the one that we are we were talking about the foldable one that was like two three weeks ago or whatever. Okay. The one that popped out this week was basically a Switch Mini. It's the current Switch. They moved the home and the screenshot button to like the top of the console to kind of make it smaller and just really it is compact. It is something that you can put into your pocket. It is patent. I saw the design for it and everything. So it's like I saw this and the first thing I thought of. Because Nintendo, like, I understand they're still trying to sell, you know, just try to sell consoles, whatever. But, like, I'm telling you guys, I fully believe Nintendo thinks they can keep milking the current Switch and not go to the next generation yet. So the question is, would you guys, do you guys think they could just drop a Switch Mini next year and that just be their drop and Switch 2 comes out in 2025? Um, Yes, because they've dropped consoles before that have plummeted and they've been fine with that. Because... What you just said, and you also saying we just got away from the foldable thing, is exactly why I think they could. Because if you guys, you guys may or may not remember, I had to get reminded of it. No one asked for it. No one thought it was coming. Nintendo's just like, you like the 3DS, right? 2DS. Here you go. Yep. 2DS XL. You know the the, the big long yeah. 2DS that's awkward as fuck to play that you couldn't fold. Yeah, that are expensive yeah. as shit. Yeah, it just popped out of nowhere. That's that's how I see this Switch Mini. Is a Switch Mini is going to come out next year and no Switch Two. Just like 
here's a Switch Mini. You can put it in your pocket. Congratulations. The problem with that because is it's that Nintendo, and they will do it just because they fucking can. Yeah, exactly. No one's going to stop them. The problem is Nintendo can burn the money on these shitty versions of their consoles yep. because they sell every game 10 different times. Yes. And then they have a loyal fan base that'll buy it, plus their Japanese market. Facts. Switch Mini, guys. I'm telling you, it's coming next year. Fucking hell. I know. I mean, it's going to be a glorified Tomagotchi thing. It basically will be, man. Like, honestly, like the Switch Mini, it may be like a little bit bigger than my phone. Like, I'm being real. Like, that's how big it's going to be, where it's the size of a phone and you can put it in your pocket. It's like the gimmick for it is cool, but at the same time, it's like, come on, dude. We are running on 2015 hardware besides like the screen, you know, that they updated with the OLED and the battery they upgraded with the OLED. But other than that, like the general processor and stuff, you're running on 2015 tech. Like, Dude, come on. That's the other thing I was saying is it's the the switch the, the bigger version of the switch barely fucking works. And you <laughs> yeah. wanna make it smaller yeah. and more condensed down, that yep. ain't gonna fucking work. Yeah. I was about to say I don't know what the fuck you're gonna play on it. The yeah, only you, thing especially would... because your battery is gonna last forty five minutes. Yeah. Indie games and probably the Nintendo like some of the Nintendo games. Can you imagine playing Tears of the Kingdom on that little thing? No. Oh fuck. That thing might explode in your hands. Because you're not gonna play Tears of the Kingdom. You're gonna go, what's that pixel? Yeah, it's just like, you know, trying to play Tears of the Kingdom. And keep in mind, it won't even be the size of my phone because you, you have the, the buttons on the side and the joystick. So it's a little smaller than this. It's like, okay, where am I going? All right, let me see if I can figure that out. It's going to be so stupid. I hope that doesn't happen, but I could see it happening. As soon as I saw this patent come out, I'm just like, no, don't give us another 2D, 2DS XL situation. Please don't give us that. Or that would be a Nintendo thing to do. Or it's going to be a dumb accessory for your Switch. Yeah, I'd be fine. It reminded me because I saw I saw a picture of it earlier uh, when I was watching a, a a video on it. Remember when they had all the when they were selling all the cardboard and stuff? Yeah. Yes. The and Labo. They, their their VR headset, which was just you put you made a cardboard visor yep. and put the switch in, but to still play the game, you had to still hold it up like yep. this. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. Look, guys. You always have to give Nintendo an A plus for just thinking creatively. And people bought the shit out of Labo. I wonder how much Labo runs for now because you can't just go buy it anymore. You can't you? just buy it. It's not. That's it's not produced. You can't buy a sealed lock. Uh, I've never seen a sealed one. Let me, let me see if I can see it get a price. I, fuck, I hate. It's Nintendo. gonna be on a dumb price. I guarantee it. I fucking hate. I hate Nintendo. Nintendo sold they, fucking so cardboard. No, that's not bad. I can buy the uh, the the Labo Toy-Con ver- variety kit, World Edition, for 90 bucks on Amazon. That's cheaper than I thought it was going to be. That's cheaper than I thought it would be, too, but it's yeah. the appropriate price. Yeah, I mean, it's about like 80 bucks, 70 it's bucks. Fucking, is it new well, or used? Uh, let me open and find out. Uh, it is new. Really? Okay. Yeah, it is new. Uh, that'd be funny buying used cardboard. Nintendo got and, away with selling dude, the, cardboard. So if you want to buy multiple kits, you can buy this kit. You can buy the vehicle drive kit, and you can buy the robot kit all for $200 combined, all three. Because you got to keep in mind, they made multiple kits. Yeah. It's not just the one. Okay, so the VR kit, that one is that one is $340. What the fuck? <laughs> Uh, that one is $340. What? I can buy it right now and it'll be here on Friday. <laughs> Fucking hell. This thing looks so stupid. <laughs> yep. 
you guys want to all pitch in together? Why was Labo? Nintendo the only one to get away with selling cardboard? Because their fans are stupid. Wait, they had a Bill Nye. <laughs> they had a Bill Nye crossover with Labo. Yeah, I missed that. I remember that. <laughs> I missed that. I see the video for it. <laughs> That's how you really try to drive it home. You get Bill Nye in on it. Hey, it's got almost, it's got five star ratings basically. Nintendo statement is apparently Labo is available at retail locations. I've never fucking seen it. Bullshit. <laughs> Not where we live, apparently. Yeah, bullshit. I've never seen it. I won't talk about Nintendo anymore. <laughs> oh, Nintendo's fucking stupid. No, they're geniuses. It's the people they, okay, who buy yes, stuff are yeah, stupid. No, that's that's true. They are geniuses. We cannot get. They went from fucking doing appliances and brothel houses to what they're doing now, selling you cardboard. So shout out to Nintendo. Uh, they gangster as fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. Uh, but anyway, I guess besides that, you know, what have we been up to? You know, this week, uh, you know, for me, try to well touched on Immortals of Avium. Still playing a little bit of Cyberpunk. Uh, did some TFT, enjoying the new set, and then I'm back into one of my uh, college football revamp moods. So I'm currently doing Dynasty on that. Tried to tried to mod the mod, fucked it up. Had to reinstall the mod. <laughs> <laughs> I even followed a video because like I, I wanted one particular thing, and someone in the the Discord put up a video of them doing it. So I followed it every damn step. But I did notice that even though I use the exact same lines of code they use, is like zero zero five seventy zero zero five seventy five. I did notice that some of the things that like were, were they were different for me than it was them, and I'm just like I feel like. I feel like because this is an older video and there's a couple versions later, you know, that I'm doing this with, it's probably not going to work. No, it did not work. I fucked up the game. <laughs> I had to reinstall the mod, but love some college football revamp. I'm at like 120 hours on just the revamp right now. But uh, yeah, what have you guys been up to? TFT's been fun. Started Prey, Zach. Yeah, he finally Oh, yeah, how's Prey. that? How you liking it? You game, like the little spider things? Game's stressful. Yeah, I could say that. And I was, tell, I was telling Alex, too. It's the loudest fucking game I've ever played. I could see that as well. Because I don't know what it is because I was, I was playing it out of my computer speakers. I had the, the like the master volume turned down to like eight. Yeah. And the and like the dialogue volume on like six. <laughs> and if I go any lower, I can't hear them. But if I go any louder, they're fucking yelling at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, the game's just stressful. It's like I've... It, I I played it for about two hours or so uh, the other night, and okay. then just haven't haven't got back around to it yet. But I'll, I'll, I'll keep playing it. It's been interesting, but yeah, it's. Just, Did you at least get through the opening stuff, where you're actually I'm, walking around the I'm, station? Yeah, I'm wandering around. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I got through the opening. I'm I'm wandering around, kind of like exploring right now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's very stressful. At least so far, but I don't know. Maybe that maybe it'll become less stressful as I get used to it. Yeah. Uh. But yeah. I mean, so far, it. I mean, it's still good. I'm still enjoying it. I mean, from my understanding, it's still a solid game. But yeah. Uh. But yeah, I played that. Uh. I did. Uh, me and a couple of buddies did pick up. I talked to you about it a little bit. We picked up a game called Inkbound. All right. Uh. Which. Is that full it's, release, or I, is it early access? I think it's still early access. Okay. Uh, it's kind of like a roguelike game, uh, where there, I th- there's was it four? I think there's eight different characters right now. Uh, that I think you start with 
three of them, maybe four of them. Uh, and then you just unlock them from doing different quests and stuff in the game. Uh, and gameplay-wise, it's very roguelite where you kind of start and start going down a path, pick which ways you're going in that. Uh, but the actual combat itself, pretty interesting. Uh, if you've played Stolen Realm or heard me talk about Stolen Realm before, it's very similar where enemies, like the enemies show up and then it's turn-based, but the turn is everybody that's playing, if you're co-op, uh, you and all your uh, co-op partners are all going at the same time. Uh, and then a lot of the a lot of the enemies will whoever they're going to attack is based off of who did who damaged them last. Okay. So it's like you can kind of work it out where uh, like people that are low health or your glass cannons or something like that, your squishy people can kind of do all their damage and then have your tankier characters or people that have the health to spare uh, kind of tag them and take the damage or just try to kill them outright. Uh, and like the runs are you, you kind of go through and you do like three boss fights. And then if after the third boss fight, uh, which they call the villains, uh, which is basically just the ending boss for each like zone that you go through. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then you kind of repeat the cycle. You unlock additional, like, uh, I forget what they call them, but it's essentially like the items with all the modifiers that you would have uh, by doing the quests or like doing different actions in the game or using using certain combinations mm -hmm. of uh, modifiers will unlock additional stuff for you to use in future runs. Okay, so it's it's a very fun game, and then because uh, they have like quick runs which are shorter, and then they have deep dives which is where you do the two guardian fights and then boss fight. Well, where you can have, but, uh, and the deep dives as you go through and complete them, uh, it's, uh, Zach, you remember like in across the obelisk, when you completed runs, you could then have the harder versions of the runs where you could add additional modifiers and stuff to it. Yeah. Corruption. Yeah. It's very similar here. So it's like, as you complete a, where when you complete a run, uh, you complete the run and then you go to the, like the first tier. And then you complete that when you go to the second tier. And every time you go up a tier, it's new modifiers. So where you have less starting money, enemies have more health, they do more damage, you have less resources, things like that. So it's a very fun game. Uh, played, a, played a decent amount of it mm. in the last week. Uh, had a lot of fun with it. Uh, and then TFT. Yeah. Uh, this set's really fun. Yeah. I really like this set. Yeah, but it's like I've... I played it when it... First came out like a week or two ago, mm -hmm. or yeah, about two weeks ago, maybe three. Uh, I didn't think much of it then, and then came back over the past few days and have been playing it. Really good set. Uh, surprised by it because I haven't, I didn't like the last set too much. I yeah, played, no, the last set I played a lot of, but it wasn't I played, a, I played a lot, <laughs> I played way more than I should have for saying I don't like the set. Trust me, me too. <laughs> but uh, this, set, I like the mid-season refresh though that they did. That was yeah. fine, but the the first part I didn't care for. See, the only part I liked about last TFT set was anytime I got to uh, get build, um, bilge water. Not bilge water. That's what I loved. It, it was, was so op. The cannons were so stupid. Not bilge water. Um, 
fuck, I can't. Whichever one disabled all the abilities and just made a classic TFT. Oh, yeah. You, okay, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. Just one of the starting things. I chose yeah. the shittiest ones possible. Yeah. yeah I they, won more times than people really liked me have. <laughs> yeah, because they, they still have the thing where when you start the match, you have the three different... The augments? Like, yeah. No. Well, it's it's not even the augments. It's just like no. how the game is yeah. going to be played. Yeah. I'm trying... I can't... I'm drawing a blank on the word for it, but yeah, everyone yeah. knows what we're talking about. But yeah, it's like they still have that voting system in, which... Kind of, I don't, I don't care for it. Yeah, it's like it's not my favorite thing, but it, uh, a lot of times it doesn't change too much. Mm-hmm. That's why about, I chose about the shittiest ones possible. Uh, but yeah, the the current set is, I would say, really good. I'm having a yeah. lot of fun with it, and probably the thing I was telling you before we started, the thing I like the most about this set is, it is, it feels like the most flexible it's been in like four sets true whereas you can do a lot of different things like every single tier of units like you can build around yeah it's like it's like you can build around them and in general just most of the units are good Mm -hmm. they are because i was i was looking at the champion list yesterday when i was playing with the buddy of mine i was like i was like man there's there's not really very many many uh champions in the set where i look at them i go yeah i wouldn't play them but it's it's fun. I've got uh, I was showing you beforehand, showing you my match yesterday. I had a pretty good pretty good run uh, the other night mm-hmm. where where I I think I I got like I think my lowest placing in like a six game stretch was fifth. Damn. And uh, that fifth was the outlier because it was like first or third for for a while. See, I haven't touched this set yet, but all I know is the sound check is good because I. Constantly see posts about the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. No. Since it's a music-based set. Yeah, the soundtrack is very good for it. But yeah, I've, I've been uh, I've been enjoying it. We had, a, we had a game this morning where three three of us were playing, and the three of us placed first, second, and third. Nice. Ooh. I took the win. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that really matters. <laughs> but yeah, it's a enjoyable set. I'll be putting I'll be putting some time into this set. Yeah. This is, this is a lot of fun. What about you? What have you been up to? Mobile games. Yeah, still on your mobile game kick. Yeah. Even though like he and I both like we got so excited about this last episode that we found out a mobile game that for an anime that we liked came out. Neither of us have touched it. I Talk mean, I got up. it downloaded. I have it downloaded too. I actually should probably just go and update. I mean, we so that. here's what's happened. So I've been playing this mobile game for at least two weeks now. Reverse 1999. It's newer mobile game. Just came out. Pretty much at the beginning of. Uh, November, sort of right at the end of sept- or October. And it is actually very good. It's a RPG-style card-based game. Um, more or less, you go into missions and stuff, you set up a team of four, three front lines, one backup, in case someone dies. And then it draws... Each character has two skills, one ultimate, and more or less it draws a... I don't know how it determines how many cards there is of each skill, but more or less it draws a set of cards. If you have a full team, it's seven cards, one of each card, two of one, or one of each skill, two of one. Um, And more or less it's a system of type advantages, disadvantages, um, ultimate charge system, which is based on actions taken, fusing cards to make them a stronger... uh, making the skill stronger because you can fuse skill cards to make them go 
go up a tier, up to tier three. Five gets you an ultimate. Um, yeah, over, overall, the system, it does have its complexity and whatnot, but it's simple enough that most people can grasp it if they've played any kind of card-based RPG before. Mm-hmm. And the story is actually very compelling because it's not your traditional fantasy or magical setting. It's more or less set up in a modern magic, more or less. It's it's uses the turn of the century theory, more or less how people mm-hmm. thought when it was going to hit the year 2000, the world was going to end. Oh, yeah, yeah. So in this case, the world ends in a sense, but more or less magic goes haywire and begins reversing time. So the date of... 1999, December 31st, it just suddenly goes back and what's called the storm happens in which any mages in that caught in the storm pretty much die. Mm-hmm. And then regular people don't even notice it. And more or less, it starts warping time in the world and everything. And more or less, you have a character who can magically go through the storm and there's some background that hasn't been explained, but overall, I mean, I enjoy the story. I mean, the first chapter takes you back to Prohibition era during the Great Depression. You said it's reverse uh, 1999. All right, I'm going to install it. Here's the real bad thing about it, why I've put so much time into it. Should be on Wi-Fi, what do you mean? Um, no, I wasn't. I started it when the game began, so I have the possibility to full complete the collection of characters. And my gotcha luck has been good. And so far, of course all, it has. So all the I've currently acquired all the event characters, so I'm still in line to collect all the characters. Of course you are. And surprisingly enough, I've only actually only put in like twenty bucks into this too. Mm, okay. And the fun fact: next Thursday, uh, the next event starts, and it's a horror event. Oh, love horror! So stuff. for Christmas, we're getting a slasher story event. Oh yeah. So it's hard. Um, Fitting off uh, Friday the 13th because it's yeah. happening at a Camp Green Lake. Um, your main character and their support person are going back to the 80s during a oh, mysterious event yeah. um, that happened at a camp. And we meet four event characters. Horrorpedia, who's a guy who's big into horror films and is part of this uh, magic society you're part of, mm-hmm. who's joining you for the adventure. Tooth Fairy. A girl named Jessica, but it's been dubbed Changeling by the community. So I'm, I'm assuming she's the Changeling because her character's Jessica, but from her affecting card, she's a fawn, like a satyr. Yeah. And then a Blondie, who is straight up last girl, and a slasher Phil. So I'm gonna have fun next week. So speaking of slashers and stuff, totally off topic of this podcast and I apologize that's why I'm not going to talk about it in detail I went and saw Thanksgiving the new slasher movie that came out by Eli Roth really enjoyed it a lot of fun if you're a fan of slashers or you're a fan of like 80s slashers like stuff like that go check out Thanksgiving second one's already been greenlit cool yeah very very fun movie there was a lot of kills that made me cringe like it was like oh god that just looked painful as hell uh, the only thing I would say with 1999, if you pick it up, is be mindful of your resources because since this is a newer game, resources are a bit rough. Mm, okay. um, I mean, there's enough resources if you're mindful enough, you can get a full set team to yep. a decent level. But um, yeah, I'm gonna have to grind a bit to do like full uh, max level stuff. Hmm. Okay. 
And besides that, I also started a journey that I may regret in a couple weeks. Uh, Honka St- Honkai Star Rail. I started. I oh, you, I you, saw you jumped st- on that. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I saw you started playing that. Yeah. Because um, I found out it has a mobile, uh, not a mobile launcher, but a desktop launcher. So I downloaded that. Mm-hmm. I started messing with that. Got through the first chapter of that. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, I like it better than Genshin, uh, personally, just because it is more RPG versus Genshin is more action. Which Genshin's still good when I played it way back when it released on PS4. Um, but I just prefer the uh, RPG. Is it its own like launcher? Yeah. Yeah, you can look up just uh, Star Rail, Honkai Star Rail, and you'll go to their website and it has its own uh, desktop launcher. Hmm. That's what I'm playing it from. I may do that. Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't know it had its own launcher. I didn't either. <laughs> yeah, uh, this news to me. That's part like <laughs> since it does, I might actually give it a go. That's more or less what I did because like uh, one of my discords, I saw someone else was playing it. Two, a bunch of people in there are real big into it. And I was asking about it, and they're like, "Yeah, it's got an own launcher." I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" Yeah. You said you liked it better than Genshin. Yeah, just for the RPG aspect because I like RPG more than uh, action. But again, Genshin's still good. Genshin's fine. Yeah. Just I enjoy the more. Turn-based yeah. control. Yeah, that for me, it really depends on the action yeah. combat system and how yeah. it works. If, mm-hmm. But I think overall I prefer like traditional RPG. Yeah, Because mm-hmm. more or less it is done in the style of um, each character has two has a basic attack and skill and then an ultimate. Then all they all have a talent and passive. Uh, and then it's turn-based. So uh, speed... Uh, debuffing to control the turn order, all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Using affinities to break enemies so they take more damage. Okay. So that's all the traditional RPG aspects that uh, allows for strategy, team building, and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean... In which I w- it's actually about to also next week on Thursday, about to release its next story chapter. 1.5 comes out. Okay. Yeah, I, I tried Genshin uh, whenever it first came out on the PS4 way back when. I mean, I saw the appeal, but it didn't really grab me. Uh, so I don't know. I might be more interested in this one. May check it out. We'll see. Yeah, having a launch is going to need, but... Yeah. yeah. yeah may, may, may check Which it out. Which, that's why I found out why Genshin came off Steam, because they did their own launcher for that one, too. Mm, okay. That I mean, would make yeah, sense. Yeah, that, yeah. Uh, yeah, it makes sense. Genshin never came out for Switch, did it? Not that I know of. Yeah, I think that I think that that just got like permanently delayed to the point where they're just like, "Yeah, look, Nintendo, fuck you. Uh, just release the new console. We'll release Genshin for you. We're not we're not doing it on the Switch." Which is funny because then you can play Genshin on mobile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I know. Let, let me let me fact check that. I know it's supposed to, but it never did. I would be surprised if it did because it would run horribly. Yeah, it would run like ass. Uh, okay, so first thing I saw was an article from the 15th this month, and it's release date speculation. Oof. <laughs> so this thing is never coming out <laughs> for the Switch. Switch 2, maybe, but but anyway. Yeah, that's how I spent my Thanksgiving week, playing Reverse 1999 mostly, then picking up Star Rail this week. I haven't got back more on um, uh, Manu uh, Race's name. Nope. Did you end up trying Persona 5 Tactica nope. at all? Nope. I jumped on Persona 5 Tactica, you know, like I talked about on the show for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I, I've jumped back on it since, but like I told John, like, it's it, it's fun. It's very, you know, I love, the art style is cute, appealing, whatever, and it, it's fun. But the only thing this game made me do, made me want to do, 
is I want to get back on Persona 5 Royal now. <laughs> like, it's all I want. Like, I, I, just being around the characters, you know, and just in the world, I'm like, I just want to go play Royal now. Like, I, I'm still working on my new game plus. I have to buy the game again since I, I beat it on Xbox or on uh. Game Pass. It's off Game Pass. So I have to beat the game. I have to buy the game for a third time now because I bought it for Switch and PS5. Uh, so just to, if I wanted to jump back into my new game plus, I would have to buy it for Xbox. But whatever, you know, is what it is. Good game. I'll do it again. Uh, but yeah, or I mean, you can just beat it again on PS5. I, I, yeah, I haven't even started on PS5. I started my Switch one before I started PS5. The only reason I bought it for PS5 was because I it can't it was a steel book for thirty bucks. That's the only reason I bought it. Uh, but now, I mean, that's the only thing Persona Five Tactica did for me. It's just like, damn, I really want to, I really want to play Persona, Persona Five Royal now. Uh, still playing some Mario RPG. Got my boy Gino. It's great. Hey. Fantastic. Love him. 10 out of 10. Amazing. Love this game. No, the game is... Dude, it, it's done so well. Like, I mean, the game is just Oh, yeah. I've watched so several well. streamers who played it, and yeah, it's solid. Oh, my God, man. It, it just... It makes me so happy. It makes me so happy that it's done the way that it is. Man, something I forgot uh, was coming out was uh, Dragon Quest Monsters. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw I stuff. Forgot, I saw I stuff on that Twitter. Came, I forgot that was coming out, and then now I might, I might go back and pick that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, also talking about Dragon Quest, I saw where like um, one like the lead guys, he was talking about that. Uh, which one is getting the uh, HD two D remake? Is that two or three? You guys remember? No, nope. no one remember. Well, it's two or three is getting an HD two D remake. And uh, I saw where, like, the lead guy, of, you know, was talking about that, it, you know, it's completely playable right now. They're just kind of running through it, kind of polishing it up and stuff. Oh, that's so, cool. It's going to come out prizes sometime next year, obviously. So that's cool. And then hopefully after that, get your new Dragon Quest game, whenever that's going to come out. That's going to be a while. It's going to yeah, be it's, a it's while. Dragon yeah. Quests are always super far apart. Yeah. No, that one's going to be a bit. <laughs> yeah. It, it was because even when they did their reveal of it, all it was was the... Logo. logo of the game. Mm. It was a big, big event that they did for it. Yeah, I mean, people were there for it. You know, people yeah, were no, happy. people just, were I, happy I mean, for I was, it. I was, I was there watching yeah. along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, just there having a good time. Gonna be surprised that they even did that so close to eleven. Mm-hmm. That one's been a few years now. Man, there's such long gaps in between them, though. Yeah, in just true trademark Dragon Quest fashion. John, did uh, did you end up uh, continuing your Tales of Arise run that you were just recently started? Did you buy the DLC? Uh, I I don't remember if I bought the DLC. Uh, Beyond the Dawn, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of working my way through it. Yeah. I'm I'm bouncing between. <laughs> Dude, I feel I'm, you. I'm I bouncing you. between a bunch of things right now, so it's kind of whatever I play is kind of what I'm in the mood for. Like if I'm, I feel you, if I'm chilling, like I've been in the mood for TFT this weekend mm-hmm. so i've been playing tft uh earlier in the week i played like i said i played some prey yep uh, uh whenever a couple of my buddies are on i want to play we play some rocket league mm-hmm. but if i'm just kind of ha- chilling hanging out with my playstation i hop on and i'll play some tales yeah good good that's kind of how i am with a lot of stuff right now if i'm you know if i want to get back on the playstation i'm currently just playing cyberpunk still very patiently waiting for the Spider-Man 2 New Game Plus that they said would come out by should come out by the end of 2023. At this point, I don't think it's come out this year. I don't think it's come out this month. <laughs> I hope it does because I really want to start a new game. Uh, I want to do New Game Plus on it. So hopefully that's going to happen, but probably not. Uh, you boys have anything else that we want to uh, chat about in detail? If not, I can uh, start hitting the weekly wrap-up. Got a lot of things in there that we can uh, react to and talk about, chat about, whatever. No, you're good. John, you got anything? 
sir. I was I was looking at this and god damn, there's a lot of there's a lot of Dragon Quest games. Yes, there are. Yeah. There's yeah, a was, lot of was, spin-offs. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I scrolled down and I was like scrolling around. I was like, what am I looking at? I was in the spin-offs category. Yep. Yep. I was just looking back to see what the release or like how far releases were for the past couple games. Mm-hmm. Uh we're I mean we're due now. Oh, are uh, we? Okay. Uh, Eleven was 2017. Okay. Oh, okay. That's and, been a while. Uh, yeah. Maybe next year. And uh, Dragon Quest Ten was 2012. Mm. What the fuck was Ten on? It was mo- it was on a DS. I know that. It was re- oh yeah released on D- Nintendo DS. Okay, mm. that's what I thought. Okay. The first main series game to feature multiplayer. I think I might own Ten. I don't know. I have to check my collection. Also, random question. I guess more so for John, because I know you never beat it. Uh, so, got the second part of the uh, Pokemon DLC coming out. you in- have any interest in playing it again? Not really. So, I had interest to play Pokemon. And, you know, I, the new DLC is coming out. The only thing that really interested me about it is, like, Shiny hunting is so fucking easy in this game, and all the starters are going to be in there. So that's pretty cool, you know, get some of the shiny stars I don't have. So I hop back on Scarlet just to kind of dick off. Holy shit, that game runs so bad. It killed my vibe to want to play the game. Well, it's like you were, you, you're like shiny, <laughs> so bad. You're like shiny hunting so easy in that game. Yeah, shiny hunting is very easy in that game. The problem is while you're shiny hunting, it's so hard to see anything because of how bad the game runs. Yeah, like I, I made a I made a run around the map, you know, to see if there was any overworld shinies for me. Um and dude, just it ran like ass. And I'm just like, all right, I'm gonna wait a little bit longer before t- touching either of these DLCs. <laughs> I'm gonna wait a little bit longer. I'm I'm more interested to go back and play Sword and Shield right now than I am Scarlet and Violet. Yeah. Or even Legends Arceus, I'm more interested to go back and replay, which I never thought I would say those words. Yeah, I will. I will say it's like for it's it's like man, those for how bad those games ran, I gotta, I I still have to give them props for yeah how how much it was exactly what I wanted in right. that game. Uh, but am I gonna go back to it? Not anytime fucking soon. Yeah, I I, I feel that. I'll play the DLC eventually. We'll see. Uh, all right, let's start running through the weekly wrap-up. Uh, so the first thing that I had here, I want to stress, I, I imagine this affects a very tiny little you know, portion of people, in my opinion, but it is just still one of those friendly reminders that people got hit with on the internet that I wanted to shout out. It's just, that, it's just like the negative aspect uh, that's coming with Digital Future is that uh, Sony put out a statement that come December 31st, any Discovery content purchases will be removed from people's library due to licensing issues, and there's n- they're not even going to attempt to get anything fixed about it. It's just gone gone for good. Um, so that's just one of those negative aspects of the digital future that is coming, and it's just always... Anytime something like this happens, it's always just that friendly reminder for people. It's like, while it's convenient, there are still things that need to get worked out going into that digital future, you know, where it's like your purchases can be protected somehow, you know, however they can try to protect them. It may never get protected. And that's just the future in general. Yeah. Not every, it's just one of those things. Not everybody could, is, is going to come to the realization that I did where I'm like, I'm switching to digital. They could take this shit from me whenever they want to. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I like having a collection. So I it's care. like the collection, the collection is cool. There's certain games where, Eventually, I might want physical copies of them. Yeah. But for the most part, 
I enjoy, I enjoy the digital aspect of it too much. Right. And the the fact that some of those games are eventually I'm not going to have access to. I'm like, man, it is what it is. It's the it's the choice that I made. Mm. You made your bed, you're going to lay in it. Yep. Yep, I feel you. Uh, next thing, Capcom is very more Resident Evil remakes are on the way. I would hope so. They sell really well. Yeah. Uh, the one that everyone's hoping for is Code Veronica. Uh, that is the one that everyone's just like, okay, so does this mean Code Veronica's coming? Yo, please make Code Veronica, Did please. They? I really don't understand the whole thing with Code Veronica because I mean, I played Code Veronica. I mean, it was good. Ish. Ish. Make- he says the ish. Put some doubt in there. <laughs> Do they make new games still? Yeah. I mean, Monster Hunter, really? Street Fighter, in terms of Resident Evil. Well, that's what I'm saying, like Resident Evil, because Village. I mean, they made Village. Yeah, but all the news we hear about is remakes. Is yeah. remakes. It's, that's all anybody talks about or cares about. Did Village even make, like, Game of the Year nominees? Because, like, I remember, I think it was Resident Evil. They got big lady. They didn't get tall lady. Uh, Resident, you know, obviously, Resident Evil 4 is in there now, and either two or three, or even both, they were, I think, in Game of the Year nominees. I think it was three, uh, but I don't know if Village did. So it's like all the remakes are getting Game of the Year nods, which John fucking hates. Uh, and then Village, the new game over there, is like I don't know. I don't know if it got in there. I don't remember. I'd have to go back and look. It might have. I mean, Tall Lady kind of took the world by storm, even though Tall Lady was just like one little portion of the game. I'm gonna assume that Village snuck in there, probably, but it was mostly Tall Lady. Yeah, mostly Tall Lady. Because I remember that Tall Lady's voice actress won an award. Yeah, she won Best Performance. Yeah. <laughs> Which is no surprise yeah. with how that year went. <laughs> people see Tall Lady, people vote. Yeah, basically. Uh, let's see, next thing I had. Uh, trailers for the Fallout TV series and Halo Season 2 were released. Uh, don't give a fuck about Halo Season you know, 2. Don't give a fuck about Season 1. Have not watched the trailer for the Fallout TV series yet. I've seen like a bunch of uh, screenshots from it. Looks solid. Uh, I'll watch the trailer and just kind of judge from there. I was going to trailer with The Boys Season 4. Hey! Trailer look good. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for The Boys Season 4. It's going to be great. Uh, next up, there was a recent Phil Spencer interview. Had some interesting things in there involving there are no plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation or Nintendo, even though that's been a constant little little rumor that's been kind of always thrown out there. That's always been one of their big dreams. Uh, he basically said there is a roadmap for hardware service, uh, even Xbox achievements, uh, you know, to get kind of improved on that front. And even and still the Xbox Game Pass family plan all exists. Would really love to see the roadmap on that family plan. I'm really interested in that one. Um, you know, I know it's currently out in certain parts of the world, so I, I'm kind of curious how what the roadmap's going to be for that. Uh, he does recognize that Xbox is sitting on many interesting IPs, and it's all about finding the right team, being passionate about or reviving those worlds. We haven't touched every franchise that people would love us to touch. Banjo fans, I hear you. And I was just like, my man. It's like, hopefully we can get a new Banjo game. Let's go. No. He just, <laughs> Shut up, John. He just wants you to know that he hears you. <laughs> but he and doesn't he, care. <laughs> and, and he listens to that on repeat while he sleeps. Shut up, John. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> John taking shots over there. He is, I man. love the next reaction. <laughs> I'm also going to hold out my sliver of hope that there will be a new Conquer game. Yeah, that's really not going to happen. That one is that one's tough. That he one's hasn't tough. heard you. <laughs> no, he has not heard the Conquer fans. Well, He's that's heard- not true. That's not true because keep in mind this year we've seen a resurgence in Conquer in the mainstream with that Conquer energy drink. 
All right. There was a Conquer energy drink? Yes, there was a Conquer crossover energy drink with a brand. Uh, then there was the Conquer U2s figures. Uh, and then there was also something else Conquer related. Oh, there was another Conquer figure that I wanted so bad, but it was like $400. And I'm like, okay. Should have pulled the trigger. No, I am not. Yeah. So look there's at, been a resurgence in Conquer this year. All look, right. Look I at have all hope. of these examples of Conquer fandoms. Eh? Hey. Hey. Conquer fandom, baby. It's not $400. This I'm, one's not, no. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was moving those to find it behind him. And he was hiding them. <laughs> no. Uh, I have I have hope, okay? I have hope. Maybe one day. But at least Banjo was acknowledged. No, I mean, that's going to be the big thing with uh, with them taking over everything. Is like, what what kind of like dead and dormant franchises are going to get that, that chance of revival? Because, you know, whenever the purchase was done, Phil touched on a bunch of random franchises like that haven't been active in years. It's like, oh, yeah, we, you know, we love to do something with this and this and this and this. It's like, are they actually going to touch things that haven't like been messed with? It's just been put on the shelf? I, I mean, from what it sounds like, sick. if they find the right team that really wants to work on it, yes. You know, um, I, t- earlier today, I bumped into our good buddy Diaz, and he actually brought the, he, he brought the interview up to me. He's like, oh, did you see that Phil Spencer had an interview talking about the, the Activision Blizzard purchase, whatever? And uh, I'm just like, yeah, yeah. It's like, I, I was like, I'm, I'm not surprised that you did. I'm just surprised that you're bringing it up to me. <laughs> you know, of all the things that we talk about. All right. He's just like, yeah, my, my friend sent it to me. And uh, he's just like, you know, hey, you know, he said that it could be reviving some dead IPs. You know what that means, right? And Diaz is like, don't. Don't give me hope. They're never bringing HOTS back. And I'm just like... Well, I mean, it's got an update. It got an update, but HOTS is never coming back. I did play HOTS recently. I did down, re- reinstall it. And uh, just for my own uh, personal embarrassment or lack thereof, I did hop into just an all-bots game, you know, at the max difficulty instead of like, a game with people. Boys, I'm bad. <laughs> I am bad. I don't have I don't have I don't have any ounce of skill from the little skill that I had when I played Hots. I mean, I feel like Hots would be pretty, pretty rough because for the people who did stick with Hots, they're gonna be really good now. I know. Like I immediately just went in and just played Zuljin since he was one of my best, and oh man, I am bad. Like it's just like the feeling of getting back used to you know playing like a MOBA. I, I just don't have it. I don't. I don't know. No, you gotta say. Problem is you didn't play high skill characters like I did. No, that's true. I, I never played the the probius of the world, the pro player over here. You tried. And I you did. failed. I did and I fail. showed you how it was done. <laughs> I, I played all the like the dumb characters. Like Murky was one of my favorite characters to play. I've got a good Murky, I'm not gonna lie. Murky's you, fun. You say you play the dumb character. I play a little orb that just you d- floats okay. around. You play one of the dumbest characters, but I also got MVP with the Lost Vikings, and I was still very proud of that. That was a dumb character. Anyway, anyway, so yeah. Possible dead franchises being acknowledged. Shout out to that. That's cool. Where was I on my list? I found it. Uh all right, so apparently Bungie launched and removed a Destiny 2. Starter pack after a single day following complaints that it was overpriced and didn't help new players at all. I think I saw this. <laughs> yeah, it was like 15 bucks and whatever they threw in there, it just was not helpful to a new player. So they immediately took it down within a day. It was one of those where I was, I look, I, I was like, oh, they have this on here. I'll yeah. click on it and see what it has. And I, I, I'm like reading through it. I go, I don't know what any of this stuff is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about Destiny every time I look at it. Yeah, I saw I saw like a TikTok about it recently of, of, of going through the the stages of Destiny, where it's like Destiny One comes out, it's like, oh man, this game's gonna be great, it's the game of the generation or whatever. And one other random guy's just like, 
but what if it sucks? Yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, no, no, it's not. That's not gonna happen. And he went through every expansion. It's just like every other expansion. It's just like, all right, we're back in, boys. This is peak shit. This is amazing. And it's the next one's just like, why did I let them lie to me again? This shit's ass. <laughs> I'm just like, man, this is the Destiny experience. Well, it it really is. Like if you, it's it's great. If you ever look at like the Destiny Steam page, like yeah. Destiny Two Steam page or something, and just go down the expansion list, it's it's like mostly positive. Mostly negative, mostly positive, mostly <laughs> negative. It just it alternates back and forth. So that it's, means it's one of the funniest things to see. Okay, so that means the one that just got delayed oh, was like the final shape or whatever. It got delayed to next June. That means that one's gonna be a banger because Beyond Light apparently was one of the yeah, worst everybody ones. fucking hated it. It is one of the worst ones ever. So maybe maybe the the final shape or whatever it's called. What the fuck is Bungie doing? This is the same group that gave us Halo. Dude, I don't know. At this point, just just like go to go to Destiny three. Go to Destiny three. You know how it is. Like every every you can only make so many good things. Yeah, I get it, but still, damn. So you you make one, and then you while you work, it's like you make a banger, and then while you work on the banger or the next banger, you let the interns work on the next one. (laughs) Basically. Just go to Destiny three at this point, please. De- getting back into Destiny, I would get is back into Destiny if they tap. made a Destiny three. Yes, if Destiny three came out, boy, I'm there day one. I am there at like midnight. But getting back into Destiny two, bro, that's just that's a daunting task, man. Like, I don't it is. think I would pick up a Bungie game unless it's a new IP. I mean, that's fair. Even yeah, that, even, that's, even the that's new fair. even the new game they have coming out like next year or the year after is not even a new IP. It's a revival of their oldest IP being Marathon. Yeah. But it's just a new it, it is a new twist on Marathon. So I guess give I'll give them that. But like everyone was raving it up on Twitter. It's like, oh my god, new game from from Bungie. Oh, and I'm just like, you guys realize like this is like their OG property, right? Like it's literally in the Halo games. Like that symbol that's on this freaking title screen is literally like in all the halo games for your emblems. Like it's an option. Yeah. It's marathon. Like what are we, what are we doing? Anyway, uh, good month of game pass though. Like I already mentioned earlier, we got far cry six coming into this month. That's uh, about middle of the month or so. Uh, remnant one and two. Those both got, actually already out. Yeah. Those got shadow drops. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the real winners. Yeah. That, that is some, that's some big dubs. Remnant's such a good game series. Uh, ghost goat simulator three coming out. Rise of Tomb Raider, spirit of the North and uh, many more. So it looked like a really good month of Game Pass. That's pretty cool. Uh, Apparently, Skull and Bones is apparently releasing February 2024. Finally. We'll see. (laughs) Do we want to play that game when it comes out? Um... Just, I mean, it depends depends on how much it is. It just, it has such a saga behind it. Wait, wait, I can, I can help you with this. No. (laughs) No. The question you should have asked is... Should we play this game? Because <laughs> do I want to? No. no. It does not look fun. <laughs> but should we? John? No. I think we should. <laughs> Don't worry, John. I got you booked. We still got to finish up that other thing. Yeah. yeah you guys got You guys got to continue to have fun with that. So oh, Enjoy it was a, yourselves. It was a blast. <laughs> it was a blast. It, it was actually very entertaining. But it, I was, was very confused. John <laughs> had so much excitement behind that. No, I no, believe that this is a 10 out of 10 banger now. It is. Here's the thing. It's not necessarily about what's happening on screen. It's the interactions you have along the way. Yes, <laughs> it is. It very much is. Because when, when you finish a session and, and one of you goes... Man, I think that's all I can take for now. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Just, just for I, I want to start an ongoing meme. I don't want to mention on the show what the game is 
until the time comes when we release it for Valentine's Day. <laughs> Let's do the build up. Hey, Let's do the build up. It, this is this is just this is just other date night. Yeah, <laughs> it this, really is. Yeah, this is just another date night. It really, really is. And we're just gonna have a build up for it and release it on Valentine's Day. Well, that was that was Zach's idea. Shout out to that. Probably a length because it's maybe more than one video. <laughs> yes, we'll we'll figure it out when we get there. We got about two and a half months. You're not even wearing a watch. <laughs> Fuck off, John. Uh, all right, next up. Uh, so I saw the news of this that it looked like it happened, but he did confirm it. it's a big unfortunate on this one. Uh, Embracer CEO confirms that the Tom Splitter Studio Free Radical Design does face closure before Christmas. Uh, so that now puts that, that Time Splitter like remake or new game. I don't remember if it was remake or new game, uh, but that now puts that like that's probably just not happening now. Uh, the studio just went under. Uh, Embracer has just like they've been cutting shit left and right. Uh, that's been the theme all year. Speaking about cutting shit left and right, uh, BitDance uh, is reportedly closing down its gaming division and moving away from games completely after failing to compete with Tencent. It's a lofty goal. Not surprised you failed. Uh, this involves shutting down Newverse, which is the Marvel Snap developers. Now, Marvel Snap official Twitter did address this, and they said that the game will continue to operate and flourish in the future. They didn't. They danced around the the news like is newverse shutting down they basically just said hey to all of our concerned you know players out there marvel snap will continue to operate and flourish in the future they, they didn't say that newverse is not shutting down i did notice that you know because it's that's like a trademark pr thing is dance around the main thing but kind of get to the end goal anyway you know so ugh, that that's unfortunate i still play marvel snap every day personally uh would really suck to see it go go under i i would hope that like if bit if they want to move away from the gaming division, that's cool and all. But like, give Newverse the chance to be like an independent studio. You know what I mean? Give them the chance to like still keep the Marvel Snap, you know, uh, IP along with Marvel, whatever, and let them continue to do their thing. Because they also do like uh, whatever the Bleach mobile game is that's popular right now. Uh, plus, I think it's two, like called Thousand Souls or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. And they have two other games they also do. So it's like let Newverse just go be an independent studio. You know what I mean? Let them go do their thing. Don't just close them down. Let them go do their thing. But it would it would suck if uh, it, to see Marvel Snap go under. I hope that's not the case. Uh, one thing I thought was kind of interesting is uh, Bloober Team put out a statement involving their Silent Hill Two remake, citing the progress game is going well, but it's basically up to Konami to do something. So the what made this so interesting is that it was just a general update of the game because everyone's been wondering where the fuck is anything about this game. If you look at this post, okay, every time Konami is mentioned, it is bolded. <laughs> like they are very this this post was not a message to the fans. This was a message to Konami, yeah. in my opinion. Bloober Team put this out because Bloober Team is just like we're at their mercy. This is on them that we have not shown you anything. We are ready to show you something, you know, they, but we can't. That, that's, what, that's what I read when I read this whole post. So if you're patiently waiting on Silent Hill 2 Remake, it's, it's no, it's Konami, which let's be real, no surprise on that. Not front. really at all. Uh, there were three new Fortnite games announced. And when I say three new games, I mean three actual new games, not game modes. They are actual full-fledged games. Uh, they are all within Fortnite, though. Uh, each having their own like social media platforms. Like these are legitimate games. They are not game modes. They are full fledged live service games. One of them is Lego Fortnite. Uh, there is one called Rocket Racing, which is made by the Rocket League team. And then there is Fortnite Festival, made by the Rock Band team. How the fuck does that work? I don't know, man. But it's three full fledged games within Fortnite. Why is Fortnite becoming Roblox? That's basically what it is. They're trying to compete with Roblox at this point. That's a weird competition. That is. 
<laughs> that's yeah, basically hey, what Nobody it is. asked for the fight, Zach, but they're going to give it to him. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they did it. They're, they're, they're ready to come swinging. <laughs> Roblox over here, what y'all doing? Yeah, basically, like, we're just trying to exist. <laughs> we're community-based. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no, I thought that was interesting, man. Three full-fledged games within a game. Like, uh, I mean, it's... It, it, all right, kudos to them, I guess. They're expanding Fortnite in more than one way. I also saw where Peter Griffin's coming to Fortnite. P- Fortnite is just the wildest set of characters. They're, just, they're, <laughs> they're Fort- pulling anyone they Fortnite's can. Fortnite's just like, okay, we, we've, used, we've used a ton of big names to draw people in and yep. get them to come in and make a video. Fuck it, let's just, anything will do. Yep, Peter Griffin. Says McFarlane, we need you to do some lines. Okay, yeah, sure, don't. <laughs> Probably doesn't even ask what for. He's like, yeah, sure. Who do you yeah. need a voice? Yeah, that, <laughs> exactly. That's That's one hundred percent true. Also, shout out. He's got uh, his new Ted prequel coming out soon. I think to Peacock. I am actually interested in that. While Ted is Ted one and Ted two is fucking stupid, they make me laugh. I'm sorry. So I'm I'm gonna probably watch that prequel. Uh, and the last thing I've got here for the weekly wrap up is there is also a new, another uh, new patent found from Sony. Uh, it's featuring a new DualSense controller with a touch screen on the controller. So that's a, that's pretty interesting. So. John is not happy about that. <laughs> really listen to that, everybody. Yeah, just, that's just, just a, that's <clears throat> just, we don't, why do we keep making gimmicks? Why do we keep making gimmick controllers? It's, it's what sells it, man. It's a thing, man. They yeah. have to have their starlight. That's what sells it. It's like, it's like I've, I've made, you've talked about, we've mentioned before. It's like in God of War. I Ragnarok, know. <laughs> the whole game goes through it at the very end. They're like, and remember. You can do this. Yeah. <laughs> One only time in the entire game you have to use the touchpad. It's 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 it feels like for big games like that, it's in the contract where it's like you have to use this feature. At least once. It's like it, you you can it's like I don't care how you do it, Just use do it, it at least one time in a major way. Yeah. It's like some games like Spider-Man, it can make sense where you're flicking around on it like yeah. you're using a like you're using a touchpad or something. And yeah. it works and it makes sense. And then sometimes it's just key emotional moment. Swipe. <laughs> so stupid. Well now you need to have a screen, John, to to look at it. I don't need no damn screen. I already hate the damn like speaker that's in the controller. That surprises you every time. It, it does. does. If you it, forget about it, like you play some games and don't used, use it. It's not, never used. It's never yeah. used, and then you'll be playing there, and it's just like sound coming from right yeah. underneath you, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, so I went on a big stretch of where I was playing games that did not use it at all, and I forgot about it completely, right? And Ghost of Tsushima? No, That was that. the best example yes, of how it, it can be done good. Yes, that, Ghost that, of that, that was a good, good one. No, that one's good. And honestly, I would argue this other one is kind of good because it kind of makes sense how it was used, but it's where it shocked me that I remembered it was there is when I randomly wanted to try to get, you know, replay Xenoverse 2 again because I love Xenoverse 2. And I'm, I'm doing, like, the first mission. And when you're in the first mission, like, um, the Supreme Kai of Time, she talks to the controller. And I'm like, that kind of makes sense because she's not here. She's, like, radioing me from back from, like, the main area. So that kind of makes sense, but it caught me the fuck off guard because like i'm sitting there playing i'm just hearing her talking like, where is she talking oh <laughs> <laughs> you're in my hands so that that was kind of cool that was a situation of where it, it did work because again it's like you know she's basically calling you you know she's back at the the main area whatever city you know so it makes sense in that case but ghost of shima is, in, is a situation where they did it right though ghost of shima is fantastic you didn't play ghost of shima you gotta play it 
Uh, that's all I had uh, for the weekly wrap-up and today's show. Again, we will be live for the Game Awards. Probably going live at probably 6 o'clock uh, Central Time is my guess. Uh, probably will only be live at uh, Sparky3 YouTube. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I will say one difference that we'll have for this year from last year. Uh, I will not number it as an episode, uh, and I will not be uploading it to audio. That was just a very large audio file. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a commitment audio file for the audio listeners so, so it was like what five hours yeah something like that uh so if you if you want to listen to it uh just go let's do it on youtube sorry i'm not putting it up it's just going to be game static watch game awards that's all it is it's not going to be a numbered episode last year it was like episode like 113 or something like that uh, i went back and looked recently so anyway boys uh any last things that you want to shout out or can i hit the music i'm good all right let me hit the music get out of here like comment subscribe rate whatever your platform allows it does help um yeah that's all i got we got nothing else all right do everything he said more and uh if you enjoyed what you saw here and made it to the end with us thank you very much and uh yeah come check us out with at the uh at the game awards hopefully the game awards will be fun uh look forward to it i'm not as hyped as i have been in previous years but i think it's still gonna be a fun time there's all there, there'll be something there that's gonna catch my eyes ah that looks pretty sweet Looking forward to hearing more about that one. But uh, make sure to also check us uh, out at like our website, sparky3.com. You sign up for free. Sign up five bucks a month. We appreciate that extra support. Uh, check out some Rogue Energy with the furl link down below. Promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off. As well as go over to Agent Inc. and pick up a jersey because we got some sick jerseys. Uh, join the Discord. Do everything and more. Uh, hopefully you guys will come out on Thursday and watch Game Awards with us. All right. Bye.